0: 640 here on News Radio 923 Informative Local Dependable I'm Andrew McKay it's the Pensacola Morning News uh, West Moreno is the uh, Scambia County Administrator he joins us every Thursday West welcome back to the show sir
1: Hey, good morning, Andrew. Good to be here this morning.
0: Good morning. I I, I know I had told you we were going to play you some ZZ Top, but we kind of got a theme going today. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll we'll catch you next week on that for sure. So one of the things I wanted to talk about with you, there was um, uh, a thing that took place in Santa Rosa County last week where the commissioners were offered four bids on a – Construction project for an intersection and a light at the Piggly Wiggly and the new K through 8 school on Schmuckla Highway and uh, Wallace Lake Road, and the low bid came in at a million. They went with the next low bid at 1.3 million, so they spent 300 thousand dollars extra. And the allegation was that the company that had made the low bid was had done a project poorly the last time around. I've since done some research on this. I'm not sure that those allegations are founded, and there's a lot more to this story, I think, than uh, than was originally presented. But the short version is that what Sam Parker was trying to do was by quality instead of just by inexpensive, something that in philosophy I certainly support. You and I have talked about this many times. And it gave me the idea that, um, and I said this on the air, I don't know to what degree this gets done, but I have not heard about this, so I'm assuming not. it seems like every time somebody contracts with the county or the city, that afterwards, you should do an evaluation and say, like, you know, this was on time, this was at budget, this was above budget, this was the work was very good, we got a lot of complaints, we got no complaints. And then if it's a road project, you follow up in three or four years and you check again to make sure the quality is holding up. So you could have some kind of like, an objective scoring history of any particular contractor and say hey you know they are a b plus entity or they are a c minus entity and so instead of just saying oh i happen to remember they did bad work on this project you could look at the score sheet that would be available and say yeah they're the low bidder but i don't want to hire a c plus i'd rather pay a little more and get the b the, the b plus or the a minus does escambia county do something like that or is that something you're open to you you know this much better than i do you tell me
1: we actually, absolutely, we do that. Uh, every project we do, road project, uh, facilities project, no matter what kind of project it is, we absolutely, absolutely do a contractor evaluation at the end of it, but also throughout the project. you know. So what we do is we have construction engineering inspection on most of our larger projects especially. And so what that does, it's a daily, that's your eyes and ears in the field. So they go out there, they tell you, they notate, how many people are on site? How many workers are present? What equipment is present? What are the weather conditions? What are the activities that are going on on the job site today? Is the MOT in place? Is, is, it, is it right? I mean, all these things. Maintenance of traffic plans working
0: around in case people don't know the phrase. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Are, are, the, are the temperatures good to pour concrete and like asphalt, depending on what you're doing? So you're documenting all this throughout the project, and throughout the project, you know, if you have, hey, the contractor's not been on site or they've only had two people on site for, you know, the last two weeks, so you send an email and you document to the contractor, hey, this is not acceptable, you need to man the project, get it, get it staffed up, and we need to move, I'm not giving you a time extension. Uh, all these things go on throughout the project, and then we you get to the end of the project, if the work, quality of the work has just been egregious, if the... Project management from the contractor side has been so egregious that we just don't feel like they're a company that we want to do business with anymore, or for another a, a period of time. You recommend, as part as part of the contract evaluation process, that that contractor be suspended from receiving work for a period of time, or you just take them off the vendor list altogether. That is the process for 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 not doing business with somebody who does substandard work or. But whatever the case may be, the the challenges you run into is if you don't, you know, if your procurement process, it is actually a process. And and you really, I'm very cautious in the procurement process because it will get you in trouble quickly. Yeah, You have to follow your process. And if you get to the point, if the procurement process has been flawless, if you followed every step of the way and you got the low bidder and you don't award the low bidder, it's very possible, not every time, but it's very possible that low bidder can file a protest. It's right. called an informal protest. That goes to the procurement director. The procurement director hears the protest, reviews the process. They're not going to be reviewing the work that was done a year ago. They're reviewing the process. process was followed. This was the low bidder. He, and he kind of puts your procurement director in a pickle, really, because he has he or she has to determine, kind of, you're ruling with the county, you're going to rule with the contractor, but really, he's he or she is just trying to say the process was followed. If he rules that the process was was not followed, or if the contractor comes out on the losing end of the protest, he can then file a bid a bond a five thousand dollar bond. And go to a formal protest which winds up in front of a hearing master it's more of a, a legal process and i've been i've been in those things, and they're not any fun I'm yeah i bet you. and the,
0: after they go to the informal protest about how the procurement process was done uh, if they if it uh, comes back it was not done properly then they can go to a formal protest and get an actual hearing on it go ahead
1: yeah so you go to a formal protest and and it goes uh, it's it's a legal process, and you go in front of a hearing master, and the hearing master will will do the same thing. He's going to be looking at the process. He's going to be looking what the process followed. Was there a misstep, a miscue in the process? And and the hearing master is going to be looking at the process. He he or she is not going to be looking at what was done uh, you know, on a project three years ago. Got it? You know, he's they they're they're going to is a process is an integrity of the process. Uh, true or was it flawed and that's what they're gonna that's what they're going to look at but it can get you in a lot of trouble i, I, I me and Allison uh we both kind of
0: Allison Rogers' the county went, were attorney. here
1: when, uh, uh, yeah yeah when uh, Maple Woods, I don't know if you are aware of we had a project called maplewoods drainage Project, about a two million dollar project and I was uh, a young project manager at the time and for whatever reason our board at that time did not award the lower bidder and the the protest process started and and actually uh, wound up. I wound up in the state's attorney's office answering questions. Yeah. Uh, about you know what? What about this? What about that? Uh, so you got to really be cautious as you navigate through the procurement process and make sure that that if you have a contractor that you don't feel like is good to do business with, that it's not good for the county or you're not good for the city or your organization. You have to do the work and document that throughout whatever project they're working on, and you have to have all your documentation in order to suspend them from getting work and or
0: to remove them from the vendor list. Well, so so what I what I hear is a process there. Yeah, so what I hear it, it frustrates me, and here's why: not because it's hard to do. I understand that there are, you know, I'm sure very a lot of you know rules you have to follow and legal parameters. But what I hear is that the only way you can the, – the, the only real way you have of turning down low bidders is by saying they can't bid at all. I, I don't mind letting a company bid if you know that they do mediocre work and you're going to take that into account. There might be times when you buy the cheapest bidder, but I want to be able to – honestly, here's what I have in mind is you know I'm a, I'm a citizen, okay? And I think the, you know the commissioners would love to be able to have this too, is I'd like to have a company that comes up for a bid on a project – and there's a web page on the county's website that you can click on. It'll show you the last 10 projects they did. It'll show you uh, they came in at or under budget, how many change orders, for how much, what percentage of the project, They they um, you know how close were they on time, were they over time, and then overall quality of the work. And frankly, I like a letter grade or a score out of 100. You know They did a 73. They did a 92. And look at the last 10 projects. And then when you're comparing them to company B, Company B is, uh, you know, has a better score, but they're also going to charge more. And then you can just take that into account. That would not be disqualifying. That would just be information in order to influence the decision. Do we ha- Is that even something we could do if we wanted to?
1: Uh, I would say that would. you're probably more successful if you did a request for proposals when you can kind of gauge uh, – you know what is what kind of project you're going after, but the the challenge with a construction project is you're not really going for a proposal. You have your scope of work, you have all your line items, you have your your bid tabulation sheet. You know so many. You know all the parts and pieces are there, and you're asking uh, for a, a bid, a number. To install and to perform all the work and provide all the parts and pieces, so it's a little bit different when it comes to uh, like a construction project or I'm replacing uh, the roof or something on a building. Those those types of projects do tend to lean more to. you know, the invitation to bid process.
0: All right. And I guess, you know, what I'm what I'm thinking of here, and this is actually relevant to an item that's on the agenda this morning, is, uh, you know, or this afternoon, sorry, that the commission is going to vote on buying a demo fire truck uh, cheaper than you could get it otherwise and a lot faster than you can get it otherwise. Um, I think this is going to be for the, uh, the, the new fire station we're trying to acquire for uh, Paradise Beach. But the, um, and I'll ask you about that in a second, but my first question when I found out about this is I said, Well, it's not a Pierce truck, right? (laughs) You know, because we're not going to let's, you know, I don't care who it is, but let's not buy any more Pierce trucks because they're bad. And, you know, I I want I don't want that to have to be that somebody has to remember that name. I want that to be available as a score sheet. Oh, we bought four pierce trucks before and here's what happened so anyway um that's that's kind of what i had in mind and i just wanted to kind of run that by you but since we're almost out of time i did want to get you to talk about uh this fire truck we're looking to buy and the fire station because i think this is kind of good news so got about a minute west tell them what's happening here
1: all right sure so you know chemistry has been driving hard to put a fire presence in paradise beach uh, so we're soliciting a piece of property from uh, the Navy. We sent a letter to the commanding officer of NAS. That starts the process. We're getting positive feedback from that. And then quite the other part and piece is, is you've got to have a pumper truck to put out there in a, in a building of some sort. So we're working on a building. and But the pumper truck, if we order or new, it's going to take two years, literally two years. And so I asked um, my public works director to start, making phone calls see see what's available and we found uh, a demo pumper truck it's 2022 it's a couple hundred thousand dollars cheaper than if we ordered a brand new one and i can have the truck here probably within a matter of weeks uh if the board approves the the purchase this evening nice so just just trying to expedite the process and drive as hard as we can to uh Accomplished the initiative of putting a fire presence on paradise beach area
0: outstanding well just just one last thought that because we're kind of in this vicinity i literally remember because i knew about the pierce trucks in escambia county somebody in santa rosa and i can't remember whether it was county or a local fd uh they were getting ready to order a pierce truck and i called the person you know one of my contacts in the agency and i'm like Y'all shouldn't do this. You need to talk to Escambia County about Pierce Trucks. And they hadn't heard. They didn't know anything. And so, again, this like, if there's some kind of an openly available, you know, feedback on the stuff you buy and and get done for you, not just your own county or city but other municipalities would be able to reference that and you know be aware of information that they might not otherwise have so anyway that's that's my last push uh, i know you do what you can do but uh, i appreciate it and i and i understand it's a very complicated thing already legally uh west moreno he is the county administrator for escambia county west as always thanks for the time thanks for explaining stuff to us and we'll see you at the meeting tonight all
1: right thank you andrew